Well, hello. Welcome to episode three of the Five Minute Geek Show. I'm your host, Matt Stauffer. And uh, since video blogging and blogging are geeky things, I think one of the appropriate things to talk about on the Five Minute Geek Show is video blogging and blogging and all this kind of stuff we're doing here. And I'm not going to do a whole geek show on this, but I've got to share a few things. So first thing I've discovered so far is that daily is too much. It's too much for me to do and it's too much for you to keep up with. Um, maybe if everybody who was following this were just doing the audio, it'd be easy to queue up a whole bunch of five-minute things, you know, on your drive to work, whatever. But YouTube, you know, video, consuming that on a daily basis. I've found a lot of people are coming across each one a couple days late, and I'm just like, eh, a couple times a week's going to be better. So I'm going to try maybe a Tuesday, Thursday kind of thing. Uh, thing number two, you need to plan at least a little bit. Uh, no matter how off the cuff I want this to be for the sake of it not taking too much time, I need a little bit of planning, and I'll talk in a second about what, what that looks like for me. Um, number three, um, let's just go into it. Episode two, I was not happy with. I think there was two things. One, not enough planning. So a little bit of planning saves us from some awkward rambling, but also a little bit of coffee saves us from from some awkward rambling so it's a wonderful life it's a wonderful card thank you starbucks for making me ramble less um number whatever number one right now 15 um there are a couple different options for hosting audio uh podcasts um the two best ones i found so far well the best one is simplecast.fm that's what my friend adam wathen uses uh for his full stack radio podcast which you should check out and it's 12 bucks a month it's 12 bucks a month for hosting everything it hosts your website hosts your audio all that kind of stuff but for me 12 bucks a month for this silly little thing was not really a good deal because i this isn't a big deal this is five minutes a geek show so uh the other option is if you use soundcloud you get up to a a free soundcloud account gets up to free three hour three free hours and they have this kind of thing that they're rolling out right now where your soundcloud account can kind of become like a podcasting account um and so i'm i applied for that and they said they're going to get back to me in three or five days which is basically today so we'll see how that works out um but of course me being the kind of entrepreneurial type i'm like ooh, i could build a thing and I'm like no 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 you're already building too many things but that's kind of what happened um and then oh yeah the last thing there are two professional producers who are also professional podcasters on the Titan team who work with me day in day out uh that's Dave Hicking um and Adam Wathen so I need to do better basically i need to do better so here's so, so we talked a little bit about some of the things i'm going to do better one of them is that i'm going to have 5 minutes of content five minute geek show but i'm going to allow myself a little bit of space for intros and outros and i think that's going to help a little bit so i'm not frantically rushing through and five minutes is already kind of a trimmed amount of time for these things um but i'm also going to allow myself a little bit of space to possibly edit if i need and to plan a little bit beforehand rather than just forcing myself to make everything off the cuff so if i think of an idea i'm going to write it down and maybe add a couple little sub points for me to talk from we'll see how it works we'll see um so today five minute geek show topic SDK best practices. So SDKs. So basically an SDK um, is it's supposed to be a software development kit. It means all the wrapping you get around some kind of deliverable from from an external like an API or something like that. And often it was like this big, lots of files and configurations, all that kind of stuff. But often when we talk about an SDK right now, it often, especially in the PHP world, you're really just talking about a package. In PHP, it's going to be a PHP package, PHP package or it could be a RubyGem or whatever that wraps some external data source, usually an API, 
um, and makes it easier to interact with. Um, so, for example, uh, an SDK for the YouTube API says that rather than having to understand all the different you know routes that are available to you in the YouTube API um, and call them manually via curl or guzzle or something like that, an SDK gives you nice, convenient, easy methods that are basically returning a certain type of object and they take a certain type of parameters and they do all the calling for you. So this is really useful, and anytime you use some sort of external API, it'd be really nice if you use an SDK because it's going to make your life a lot better. It's going to be more consistent with other people who are calling the same API, all that kind of stuff. Cool, great. So I've been using some recently. I used the Withings um, API, which is a health kind of thing where it tracks your weight and all that kind of stuff. And then I also used the, the YouTube API, actually, when I built the current piece of crap um, five minute geek show website which is literally just the default laravel install site with a couple extra data in there and one of the things i want to do was pull all the um the videos from a certain playlist and list them off so i used the youtube sdk looked it up in packagist um and i used it to quickly pull down um you know all the videos from a certain playlist and then hydrate them and then you know list out some of their details so one of the things i've been running to as i see people design um, SDKs is that they design their SDK around the shape of the API. And so if the API's got, you know, one endpoint that's named playlists, then they'll have a playlists method and it's get playlists. And then you pass in whatever parameters that the playlists route in the API expects, which makes sense. You're designing a local piece of software that represents an external data source. You design it in the same way that lines up with the external data source. The problem is often those external data sources are, you know, poorly named. They're confusing. Uh, they might be named or structured the way they are because of some technical concern. It's actually really difficult to use as an end user. So one of the things I've started doing recently is making value objects locally, which is basically just uh, creating a plain old PHP object when you're working in PHP that represents the thing that you're working with and then providing an intermediary layer, intermediary layer between my value object and the API. And what I'm really appreciating doing is saying, look, I've got a concept of a playlist. I've got a concept of a video. A playlist has a lot of videos in it, or at least one. Um, so I'm going to create a video object that has all the properties of a video. I'm going to create a playlist object that has all the properties of a playlist. And withings, I'm going to create a measurement object. I'm going to create a weight you know, maybe it's there's their enums or whatever. But basically, I'm going to create a local thing that represents it. I'm going to design those objects the way I want to use them with no regard for the YouTube API, with no regard for the Withings API. And then I'm going to put an intermediary layer that gets the data from the external API and then creates or fills or whatever um, either these objects or collections of these objects. Um, and I found that this is just this amazing experience of working with things where it's like, oh, you got to memorize this quirky thing. What's a measure? I'm not really sure what a measure is in Withings. I expect maybe it's a measurement, but it turns out it's not. It's actually a weird kind of grouping of measurements. Screw that. I'm going to make an object called measurement. It's going to have a type. Is it a weight measurement? Is it a height measurement? I have no idea. I'll figure it out. I designed this. And I actually learned this from Taylor Otwell. He says when he's designing a new feature in Laravel, he spends most of his time sitting in front of just a blank screen saying, how would a user want to use this? And then he designs that, and then he backfills from there. Well, that's what I've started doing. What are the objects I want to work with? What are the responses I want to work with? Um, and how can I design them in a very usable, easy way? And then I go backfill. Um, and there's a tweet from 
gosh, I think it was Matt Machuga who responded to me, but I might be mixing people up, but I think it was Matt Machuga, who basically said, yeah, when we're building this out, because I asked people on Twitter, you know, do you prettify, you know, the API response, or do you actually just make it directly map it? And they said basically, like, first of all, I build a wrapper layer around their API to make it easy to make calls to theirs, and then I build the, the front-facing, here's what you should actually use. So there's actually three layers, API, the API caller, which is probably in PHP wrapping around Guzzle, and in the end, it's the actual objects and responses that you're working with. So that's what I'm working around. I, I'm working on making a call to the primary PHP Withings, um, or a pull request to the primary PHP Withings library to kind of make some of those changes, and then I think I'm going to do the same with YouTube. So it's fun to think about that, both in terms of SDKs, but also in terms of our encode. We create these value objects that we're passing around, and then we fill them, however, from an external API, from an eloquent object, or whatever. So, And then that brings in all kind of con uh, conversations about active record versus data mapper, which we don't have time for today because we're out of time. That's it. So, um, thankfully, I don't have to rush through the theme song uh, because that was five minutes of content, and now I can take as long as I want. But still going to do it on the spot. I had some really cool ideas for theme songs, by the way. Um, I might blow your mind, but right now we're doing the use whatever tools are available around you. So that's what I'm going to do. So, so for those of you who are just listening to the audio, I'm holding two Expo markers, a green and a blue Expo bold color dry erase marker. And I'm going to make up a uh, little bit of something on the spot here. So let's go. The 5-Minute Geek Show is the best show that's named the 5-Minute Geek Show. Bam!